The following episode was recorded live on YouTube. Check out our website at messagecenter.show for all of our episodes. Hello, all you change agents and people who just like to hear some banter from a from a Kiwi and an American. Welcome to the 365 Message Center show. We are here to help you prepare for change, prevent and fix those nasty things that are going on, and stay informed with the changes that are coming in 365. Hello, Daryl. How are you today? Uh, very well, Daniel. Um, I was uh, enjoying your stories about the conference, enjoying uh, hearing about um, uh, that we still have problems singing happy birthday in large uh, large gatherings to people. <laughs> um, yes. Yeah. It is it is difficult sometimes to do that, but um, but anyway, we, we had a good time. Um, mm-hmm. For those that were there, um, it, you know, it was a great conference. So, and looking forward to seeing people at the next conference, which is in Seattle, Washington, the 365 EduCon SharePoint Fest and Power Platform EduCon, whatever it is, uh, the <laughs> last part. I know the first part's right, but um, no, that conference is coming up and uh, love to see lots of people there as well. Yeah. It's coming up next month. Well, um, I'll share that first message. Well, let's get into our first message. But first, remember to hit the thumbs up and give this episode a like, whether it's the video or audio podcast. And you can get links to our audio podcast at messagecenter.show, where uh, links to all those platforms where we are on um, iTunes and we're on Google and Spotify. It, We'd be sitting here all day if I listed all of them because we're on all of them. So if you'd like to uh, take a look, go out there and uh, make sure you uh, and you do that. And make sure that you leave some comments and share. People, I would like for this week to be the week. We share uh, together on Twitter and Insta and Facebook, wherever. Make sure you tag us. Our social accounts are 365MCS so that we can see it and uh, we can really promote what you're saying. So please just go ahead and share this episode. There's a share button. No matter what platform you're watching or listening on right now, there is a share button right below it. Just click it. Just go ahead right now. We'll wait. No, we won't. All right. So first up, our first message is upgrading V1 Power BI Workspaces, MC352621. So this is uh, could be a big deal. Um, let me give some background. When Power BI came out and we had workspaces, which is our containers for our data sets and our reports and our dashboards, uh, those workspaces... Um, became a place that was tied to Microsoft 365 groups. So for a long time, we when a group was created, you got a workspace and it, that security was tied to that workspace and yada. Well, apparently people didn't like that. And so um, V2 workspaces came out and now they're not tied to 365 groups, okay? But that's not the only change. There's other changes as well. Uh, V2, the the workspaces we have now do not allow content packs. And so that's another reason why this update is kind of a big deal. So 
This is going to happen on April 27th, upgrades of the Legacy V1 workspaces. And so if you have any of those workspaces in Power BI, then know that Microsoft is going to force upgrade those on April 27th. Now, you as an admin can go in there and actually upgrade them now if you want to. You don't have to wait. You can do them on your own schedule. So um, there's some information here about how you can do that and also how you can, um, you know, it block. Well, I'll, I'll tell you about this blocking in a minute. But uh, so you can go in there and, and do, it, do it yourself and read some more information about it. But know that you're going to lose that. And the blog post there at the bottom tells you a little bit about this, but you're going to lose content packs. So if there's any content packs based upon those workspaces, then they're going to be gone. You won't be able to publish or update them anymore. They'll be removed um, from workspaces. Um, so, you know, they won't be an app store, all of that. Okay, so if you're using those in your organization, you need to get on this right now and upgrade those to apps instead of content packs. Don't have time here to describe what the difference is, but just know that, you know, you'll have to go that route. But then uh, beginning May 15th, the any workspaces that are V1 that are empty, Microsoft's going to delete them for you. Yep, that's, that's nice. right. They're going to delete them for you. Uh, now they're empty, hopefully. Um, so they're going to delete them. But they there is a setting to say don't delete, um, don't um, uh, or block the upgrade of empty workspaces, which actually deletes them. Um, you can... You can enable that, but if they're empty, I'd say go ahead and delete them anyway. But um, but Microsoft's going to do it for you, and hopefully their evaluation is correct. There's a, a few services like this now, Daniel, which um, either set some kind of expiry or delete things for you. It's like there's this big cleanup of resources and spaces. Indeed, um, and you know I, I spoke a little bit about V1 and how. 365 groups play in this know that when it goes to v2 you're going to have to manage that those permissions so when they get upgraded you're going to have to uh, take a look at those permissions and make sure they're correct and in the way you want them to be set and it's not going to be as simple as just adding someone to the group and giving them permission in the workspace unless you add that group and you have to um, if it's not done via the upgrade you're going to have to manually add it so this is a process. I mean, this is a big deal. This is a major change. You're going to need to address this and address it now. Uh, don't wait. Uh, this mm -hmm. is a project that you need help with. Um, find a partner to help you with, help you with it if you need to, but do something now. Don't, don't wait on this. Certainly an important one. Always look out for those uh, red bars with action required. There's even a column. Um, Indeed. Which, uh, let's see if, does that one have any... Yes, it does. Note the act by column. Yep. Always look out for that. Indeed. So let's set the focus <laughs> on another feature that's rolling out. Uh, perhaps soften that focus, Daniel, mm. and adjust that brightness. It's in uh, Teams video for meetings and calls, I would say. Soft focus and adjusting brightness, MC352623. Uh, this... This is all about making you look good, you know? And now sometimes when I hear soft focus, I think of um, uh, like the 
days of our lives type like overdone you know sometimes there was this style of wedding photography that was all you know trying to put the focus and yeah it's not that it's not that it's um it's teams catching up with what some of our phones currently do today which is make us look better smooth out our skin you know and uh in this case too uh using some smarts to adjust the brightness these are things that we uh, maybe are barriers for us, again, for turning on our video, that we're not looking our best. We haven't put our foundation on. Daniel, I noticed that you're, you've not put it on today, so your features are not smoothed out. Uh, but you, you could have done with a soft focus. You're saying I need a soft focus? Today, yes. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <sighs> yeah. Um, I, you know, we're all friends here, everyone watching, everyone, um, you know, joining in live as well. Soft focus is important. Uh, let's uh, take a, a little look at this um, in terms of screenshots. Um, boom, boom, boom. Let's brother that up. Very cool. Uh, your, your feature will appear uh, along with all those lovely device settings. And um, going into that, you'll be able to switch a new couple of switches at the bottom just below your camera to turn soft focus on and dial it up or down. I don't know like how much of a slider, whether it's set positions from, um, oh my goodness, I've just woken up to, um, wow, uh, what did you do to make me look like a movie star? Um, I think that we kind of need more description there on <laughs> that, that continuum. And adjusting brightness, um, I'll give you one tip though, there is nothing that's going to fix you having the light in the wrong position. So I know some of us don't quite have this option when we're working from home as to where we can place our desks and where the light sources are coming from. Do your best to do so to have it either from the side or slightly off to the to the front. Um, but the adjusting brightness I think is going to lift some of those shadows and, and lift the... Uh, yeah, it is called shadows. Like if you've ever adjusted photos before, you can lift that that darkness so that the it's more equal with your back lighting. At any rate, it's going to make you look better. Uh, and like okay, Daniel, I mean, no, you look great today, but you could have just done with a bit bit more uh, of that soft focus to smooth things out. Okay, moving right along. No, 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 I'm not finished. I'm not finished. Let's get back to the message. Where does there was this other thing here too? Um, we can adjust it either in the call um, or before the call, right? So here it is in devices too. Am I that harsh looking? Of course, <laughs> no. <laughs> um, but uh, what else can we say about this feature? Let's get back to this mode. Um, what you need to do to prepare, please evaluate this feature and decide whether your people or whether they should be available uh, to users on your tenant, if not, please disable before it rolls out. So this is something you could turn off. You could prevent people from. Maybe this will help. Maybe this will help people actually use the camera. Yeah. And not not try to be an avatar. Maybe, maybe. I think we're getting like so so many choices now about between off and on and quite real and. New virtual backgrounds, uh, virtual backgrounds. You know, sometimes they're trying to detect the 
where your limbs are and try and trace mm-hmm. around you with all the AI and sometimes your arm disappears and if you lean back far enough sometimes your head disappears as well. Uh, hopefully this uh, improvement on lighting might help with that too, that it lifts it and can trace you a bit better. Yeah, and I, so Joanne asked a great question. Why would you want to turn it off? I have no idea. No clue why you would feature? want to turn this off. Yeah. Mate, oh look, sometimes these AI features don't do a great job based on maybe where your camera's positioned and you know if it smooths out my maybe, face but and... but as a tenant why would you want to turn this off i mean that's what oh, I, I think that's yeah. why she's asked why would you want to turn this off for your whole organization i i don't know of a good reason it's unprofessional to have a softened I'm, focus <laughs> well i mean if you're yeah if you're an organization that's turned off backgrounds and turned off avatars and turned off you know maybe maybe you'll turn this off too Uh, but i I don't see this functionality being something that people need to turn off bad detrimental yeah Yeah. uh rolling out early april now-ish i haven't seen Mm -hmm. it anyone seen it in the chat let us know actually Um, i did um have you last night i was joining a team's call with uh, a certain kiwi and uh, it asked me did I well, want you to didn't use it then either. I, I, I didn't. didn't. No. I didn't. You just wanted to give me your real gnarly, I've been to a conference and it's the weekend. And Whoa, man. Come on. <laughs> what, what is up with this? All right. Harsh. All right. Let's so harsh. Let's soften this. Soften this. Yeah. So next up is Not Microsoft <laughs> Lists Calendar. Unscheduled pain. MC354159. This is actually something that was demonstrated last week um, at the conference. Um, this first time, you know, that it was kind of announced, I guess. Um, it's not a huge update, but it's a cool update with calendar views for lists. Um, you're going to be able to see uh, with this feature, uh, being able to look to see if an item is in the list, but the, it doesn't have a date that the calendar view is relying on for it to be in there there's going to be a pane that shows you unscheduled. So you can see, oh, here's uh, events or sessions or whatever it is uh, that are not in the calendar view. So you can go in and say, it's kind of like the required fields, uh, you know, highlighting that saying, hey, there's missing information. This is saying, since you're using a calendar view, here's items in the list that don't have a date that we're using for the calendar you need to update that. So it'll be rolling out mid-April, so almost now-ish, and expect uh, expect it to be rolled out by late April. So it's going to be very quickly rolled out, um, I guess worldwide, because we don't have a rollout schedule for you know government or, or whatever. But um, So this is a Microsoft list, which, as you probably know, are just SharePoint list or, one, or list in OneDrive. So... Um, it says you don't need to prepare for this change. I think that's true. Although you may want to educate a lot of people love the whole, uh, calendar view, right, Daryl? I mean, that Mm. was a huge missing functionality from classic to modern. So any of these improvements is, is really nice to see. Don't you think? Yeah, definitely. Especially if you're using this list for scheduling. So at a glance, you can see those items that do need to have a date. Um, very good. You could be listing staff members' birthdays. You could. Like, oh, I haven't got the birthday yet for this person. I don't know. 
exactly. other use cases. You could do that. Um, so let's move on uh, and change the stream of thought to something right. about nice. maybe editing videos. Nice, yes. Uh, it's Microsoft Stream and uh, it's new shift to SharePoint and, and OneDrive. Well, it's well underway now, isn't it? Um, new feature being added to view and edit the video audio file information. Sorry, video and audio file information. Um, this is MC353485. We've been getting different features added where the transcript can be added. Um, there was uh, being able to set the expiry or not. Um, and now out of that panel, um, we can quickly add a um, description or about. Uh, all right, sorry. It is the about panel that allows you to change the title and description of the video. Let's have another big look at this one. Uh, it is going to be quite useful for making those quick changes and making videos more discoverable and, and easier to, um, to find. Um, I wonder if those sorts of details would turn up in search in description. But, I would hope um, so. Yeah, me too. Um, so apart from about, about the video, the other thing that uh, does help us tell the story, uh, especially for us as content creators, we're all very, very aware of this, is I'll just stick that one back into our that view of things is updating the thumbnail from the about panel if you're wanting to put something a bit more engaging there and, and add um, something colorful maybe a best frame plus or something else um, but these sorts of things do tend to um, attract people to click on and, and uh, view the content so uh, with those two options, um, they're going to be rolling out targeted release uh, mid-April, expected late April, standard mid-May, complete mid-June, and government's early July, expected late July. Um, so for all you content creators that uh, do upload videos, do take just a, a few more moments to add these things uh, to your videos so that they're uh, more discoverable and more engaging. Yes, indeed. Daniel, uh, let's yes. finish on another SharePoint update. This one should okay. be good. I hope so. <laughs> SharePoint <laughs> updates to channel site layouts and parent site settings. MC three, five, five, two, one, four. Now, um, hold on to your, I don't know what you're going to hold on to because there's going to be some, uh, different ways of talking about some of these things. So I, I want to make sure we all understand. <laughs> Hold on to your britches. Uh, make sure you understand what we're talking about when it says parent site. Okay, so we'll get there. So there's two updates that are coming in regards to SharePoint sites. Um, and when it comes to those, and these are sites that are those team connected sites. Okay, those sites that are created when you create a Microsoft team. So the first update will be, and, and I actually like this update a lot because it makes the site a little more functional, is that when you create a uh, new channel, so a, a private or shared uh, channel, you know, you get that new site, that new SharePoint site behind it. Well, when you do, there's going to be a new page layout that's going to focus on news, documents, quick links, and activity. Uh, instead of that standard, you know, look for a SharePoint team site and you're like, uh, 
Ugh, I gotta rearrange all these things. You know, um, I haven't seen an organization yet keep those web parts in the same place. Um, so, or not this touch is, them at all, or not touch them at all, and, and not even. But when you do, you know, it would be nice to actually have a jump start. So, what this is giving you a jump start on is, uh, you use, you know, most likely there's going to be a documents, right? You created this channel and you're going to share documents. Well, when you come to the SharePoint site, it's going to be right there. Okay, great. But it's going to focus on news as well and then have a quick links already there for you so that, uh, you know, I find a lot of organizations are using those sites for links. So you can have that, you know, those links there and then activity, um, you know, updates and activity that's going on that's relevant to you. So this new layout is going to be a part of those private and shared sites. And this is going to be rolling out uh, mid-April and completed late April for targeted release and standard will be early May and late May uh, for standard. So I like this new layout. Uh, it gives you a nice, I think, a nice layout to start off with. And then, you know, remember, you can add these, this site, this page in as a tab so that, you know, you can utilize SharePoint um, in your team. The second update here, though, is uh, for all you that go and take that site, you know, you create a, a private site or I'm sorry, a private channel and it creates a site behind it and you go and add that site to a hub. OK, um, and then maybe you've taken the team site, um, which is called the the team's connected site or the parent site, depending on how you're trying to describe it. But those are one and the same. Um, and you've added that to a hub. So now you have sites connected to two different hubs or something. It just gets confusing as to what is joined. So what they're going to do now from now on, once this rolls out, is that when you uh, associate the parent site, the parent, the SharePoint site, so that team's connected site to a hub, it then all of the channel sites, all of the shared and private channel sites will inherit that hub's theme and navigation. Okay. So if you take a team and you got all these different, you know, private and shared channels, all those sites, SharePoint sites behind it, all of those sites behind the, that team are going to have the same theme and navigation as the hub. If you join that parent hub. Now, if you've, uh, gone and done a private channel site and add it to a hub, then uh, you will have that connection removed automatically by Microsoft. Cut. So it's going to be removed. So that's something you need to plan for. So if you've done that and you've made it part of your um, way of your working, or maybe that's something you always do, whatever, uh, Microsoft's going to kill that. And so it won't be associated with that hub anymore. It will be... It'll be part of, um, if you if the parent is connected to another hub, it will have the same theme and navigation. Um, so that's, that's the way it's gonna work, okay? So you're not gonna need to do anything, nor are you gonna be able to prevent this. It's just gonna happen. <laughs> you just need to smile and be happy that Microsoft's paying attention and doing something, <laughs> I guess. I don't know, there's no way to prevent it. But you do need a plan for if you are connecting or have connected those private sites to hubs, you're going to need to um, take a look at that. Okay. Uh, Phil had a tip here. He shared mm -hmm. um, something about taking advantage of that that site and the, the pages behind it that 
very few of us probably do this, pin a page from our SharePoint site to our team. And yeah, that's a good way to use it, Phil, to be able to um, pin a page that becomes navigation for potentially other pages uh, within the SharePoint site. So very cool. Dan, Indeed. I wanted to go back and um, it was a good question here from Hermine early, mm -hmm. early in the show. Mm -hmm. uh, let's just get over to this so we give it a bit more space as well. Um, something else that has arrived or is arriving is the ability to name co-presenters or mm. co-organizers so that they have uh, someone to back them up to, um, to facilitate and manage meetings. And really looking forward to this feature myself, uh, especially with managing breakout rooms and things like that. That's but right. Herming um, has said it looks like it, it, there's some conflict there with the presenter and co-organizer roles. Um, so it would be interesting to see what the experience truly is. And it sounds like if you're a co-organizer, you can't be a presenter. I thought that as a co-organizer, you have presenter permissions as well. Well, I think it's a, a uh, when we talked about this, if I remember correctly, and I haven't played around with this, but when we talked about it, it was, you couldn't have that role, but you had permissions, mm. if that makes sense. Um, so you couldn't be designated as a presenter before the fact, right? Um, you know, right. given that permission to say, this is a presenter, um, but maybe that maybe that's not it. I, I haven't played around with it. Maybe some people in the chat, or if you're listening or watching afterwards, please make a comment. If you um, if you have any thoughts on this, definitely would like to understand uh, how that works, and um, helping people understand how this change is going to affect them when they're when they're using that co organizer. Because when we talked about it, Daryl, that's exactly what we're talking about. What about you know larger events where we're doing breakout rooms mm. and we want to help manage that process so what does that look like mm. yeah we certainly yeah. need it especially if we are turning our meetings into live event sized more functional more interactive webinars uh, then it's it's good to have uh, some co-organizers mm -hmm. there to help you co-facilitate indeed yeah well, um, that is the messages for the week, and we look really thankful for some familiar faces, some we haven't seen for a little while, join us in the chat, and, um, you know, uh, they surely have clicked that like button to say that they enjoyed the, the video, no? Surely, and they've already shared on social and tagged us at 365MCS so that we can help promote them as well. Please make sure you do that. Go ahead and do it. There's a, there's a share button right below. Whether you're watching on video on YouTube or LinkedIn or audio podcast, there is a share button. Please share. We'd love to see your shares. <laughs> um, any closing thoughts? Uh, what do you think is going to happen in the next few weeks? Um, what are we expecting to arrive or looking at from the roadmap? There's one thing I'm looking forward to. And what's that? Um, that's uh, Loop coming to Outlook. And today mm -hmm. they talked about it coming to how's that not public preview the the beta channel for mm. for those who are using office um what about you daniel what are you waiting for uh there's some uh teams updates that i'm waiting for 
Um, I'm the biggest one being shared channels. I think a lot of organizations, you know, are, mm. have either gotten it from tap or gotten it from uh, now in the public preview, but I'm really looking forward to how organizations are going to use it. There's some gotchas and our friend Phil has already posted a nice yeah. blog post about um, how you can make a team disappear. Um, <laughs> so, uh, so anyway, it is, uh, I think it's going to be interesting to see how people use that. Uh, functionality and helps them collaborate, um, but not with existing guests. I mean, there's all these kind of things that I think people are going to have to get used to. Use how do you use this shared channel? So that's probably the biggest thing I'm looking for right now. Nice one. Keep an yeah. eye on that roadmap, people. Things are changing and arriving. Um, and look, we'll see you again in episode 237. I've got to check yes. these days. It's a bit like someone asking my age. Yes. Yes. Join us next time when Daryl says. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. You <laughs> just put me on the spot. I know you did that to me once. I don't I know. Did. Everyone go watch episode uh, or listen to episode 127. I don't know. I just made that number up. I was going to um, say, man, but you, you have scarred, you had, boy. <laughs> yes, scarred. But um, yeah, you did that to me once. I can remember. Anyway, everyone, we're done. We're done. Thank you so we're much. We're done, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us. Bye for now.